Hello, hello, and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina, a.k.a. C. Swizzle. <laughs> Had just a brief moment of thinking of going into the DJ business, but clearly that just failed. We are back for a new show, miniseries, Clickbait on Netflix. It dropped back in August, I believe. But since this is the first time we are jumping into a new series, we're definitely going to take a look behind the curtain. I just want to ask Piers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. I was right. This show debuted on Netflix August 25th of 2021. It is a series created by Tony Arrays and Christian White. Arrays serves as showrunner. While Brad Anderson, oh, yeah, those are all the directors. Emma Freeman, Ben Young, and Laura Beasley, or Besley, are directors. It's an eight-episode miniseries. And uh, those same directors definitely show as executive producers, too, with the addition of Michael McMahon. Is that how you say that? Tom Winchester, and did I say Bradford Winters earlier? I did not. So those are our executive producers, and then our producers are Tom Hoffey and Joanna Werner. Let's hop over to our starring cast. We have Zoe Kazan as Pia Brewer, Betty Gabriel as Sophie Brewer, who I absolutely adore, Phoenix Ray as Rasham Amiri, Abraham Lynn as Ben Park, Adrian Grenier, Grenier as Nick Brewer, we have Motel, G. Foster as Curtis Hamilton, Jesse Collins as Emma Beasley, I don't think we've met any of those people yet, our recurring is pretty lengthy so I'm going to go through it as quickly as I can. Cameron Ingalls as Ethan Brewer, Jalen Fletcher as Kai Brewer, Liz Alexandria as Andrea Brewer, Becca Lish as Dawn Gleed, Wally Dunn as Ed Gleed, Ian Meadows as Matt Alden, Steve Muzakis as Detective Zach DeLuca, Jack Walton as Vince, Kate Lister as Jeannie Murphy, Adele Della Massa as Paula, Emily Goddard as Linda, Mia Chalice as Jenny, Ezra Bix as Detective Josephon. Josephon, is that how you say that? That's a weird last name. Salim Gerranser is another detective. Majano Dean Cartmel as Detective Feldman, Jake Unsworth as Colin Howard. Akosia Sabay as Bailey Quinn, Renee Lim as Alice, and Alexis Watt as Jessica Centino. Guest starring. <laughs> There's an actual guest starring. Daniel Hinchell as Simon Burton. And I'm pretty sure most of that guest list we have not met in this first episode. But with everyone getting their round of applause, let's go ahead and jump into the sister. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it. I actually really enjoyed this episode. I gave it a 10 out of 10. Uh, was written by Tony Ayers and Christian White, directed by Brad Anderson. 
I wanted to see this show because of Betty Gabriel. I loved her from Counterpart. I loved her in Westworld. I loved her in Get Out. I love her. I just love her acting. And so I wanted to watch the show because of it. And then it kind of fell off of my radar. And then Mimi watched the whole entire thing. And some months back, I was like, yeah, I'll just binge the whole series. Life happened and derailed those plans. And now that I am jumping back into it, I want to take my time. I want to enjoy what I am watching. And there's not a lot of other things on TV that are, are really pulling my attention. So here we are. And I'm glad we're finally here. Let's go ahead and jump into the recap. It's grandma's birthday party for the grandkids, but for Nick and, uh, what is her name? Pia. It's her, it's their mother's birthday. She's decided to celebrate with the family, though Pia points out the joint gift was Sophie's idea. Why am I still getting hate? I did laugh at just her look. Like, come on, girl. Why do we gotta do this? It's from all three of us. Do you need to always bring the drama? They got her the planter. And apparently Pia wanted to get her a bread maker. And instead of being an adult about it, she acts like a brat throwing a tantrum at Sophie before running out and throwing her shoes like you weren't the problem in that whole situation. And from the way you actually dress to your mother's, like her actually birthday party, you, you clearly have the issues here and have always been said issue. Pia meets up with her boyfriend or lover, Charlie, to get drunk. Thus far, the soundtrack is banging in this series. The two songs that were on, I was feeling it. It's like, ooh, who do these? I managed to download one. I have to find the others. Feels morose for her brother kicking her out before sitting in the bathroom on the toilet and swiping left and right on a dating app. Woody which we know is not his real name. What is up with people doing that? Going on dating apps, putting on fake names. The, it, the whole thing just became so insidious. It's why I can't bother with them anymore. But how else, else is a sister supposed to date in this world? It's not as easy as people make it out to be. Like, oh, you just go out. Um, Did you not read the notes about that pandemic? Well, you know, you could do this. I get what you're trying to say to me, but that's still... We're still in early territory. Now we got other shit going on, like, like spawns of the vibe. I can't deal with it, is what I'm trying to say. So to build a conversation with someone, you it is more of dating online, except online dating is a cesspool. That's what I was talking about in my last podcast, about how the ratio of frogs to princes is just terrifyingly unbalanced in the united states of course woody matches with her and isn't bothered that she's already drunk and would like to get a drink with her why call it a dating app when it's clearly just tinder i laughed at the women like bitch get off the toilet other people gotta use it <laughs> what's up with these clubs only having one bathroom that never makes any sense to me i know why they don't want people to be like, a whole bunch of people in the bathroom probably is not a great idea. They're doing shit in there they shouldn't be doing. However, one stall is a little much. Oh, and she dropped her phone in the toilet, so now she has to go home and masturbate before putting the phone in rice and eating all of her roommates' shit labeled accordingly. 
and disturbing her sleep while she's at it. I generally cannot stand people like this. They're just a nuisance to everyone. And because they are, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Self-effacing, maybe? Uh, they have a tendency to victimize themselves in the whole thing. Uh, not even self-effacing. What's the other word? Because it's, it's, she did it before. Like, yeah, I know I'm the problem. Uh, damn, I know there's a word for it. I'm not, it's not coming to my brain right now. But, yeah, she, she does this routine and I, I've known people like this and they are viruses to a certain extent <laughs> she's of course a nurse which okay but her patient Vincent likes to show her videos viral videos when she is putting in his IV like can you help me the, the veins are so wriggly you're supposed to try I hate that though I be wanting that good nurse too like, please don't make me go through this person stabbing me 50 times before they get the one person that can put it in the first time. And Mimi already explained to me that that's, that's the protocol. That's what they're supposed to do. But for fuck's sake, my arm is the one being damaged here. Because <laughs> I have small, wriggly veins. I tell them, even when they're drawing blood, I'm like, use a small needle. Just use a butterfly needle. Because you're going to try to use another one and it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. I have to be uh, familiar with how they draw my blood so I can save myself and them a lot of heartache. And a lot of them, they do listen. They're like, shit, she clearly knows what she's talking about. Uh, that's when she's able to see the viral video that many think are fake of her brother holding up a sign saying, I abuse women before holding up another sign saying at 5 million views, I will be dead. She calls Sophie's school, and despite it being urgent, I was more, and I know it's so stupid, so stupid, <laughs> but this is how, when you're that type of mindset and you're watching television, because all I kept thinking is, no, you didn't, just put them gloves on, do his little thing, and then you put them to your face. <laughs> I'm like, all the bacteria that just transferred there i know i know why would i who wouldn't re i'm not even saying that she did anything wrong like of course you're gonna react like that but i was just like oh fuck ew <laughs> then she calls sophie school and despite it being urgent apparently you gotta tell them the emergency before they pull you out of class that woman has children if you say it's urgent that's enough for you to say okay let me at least send a message <laughs> but no seriously pull her out of class there's an emergency let me cover for you for five seconds while you take a phone call you don't know what the fuck is going on that was way too much she then drives to oakland university apparently nick is a physical therapist yeah and after asking of several colleagues learns that he has not come into work or been seen causing people to begin to wonder what is happening and the fact that she is causing a scene enough for people to wonder what the fuck's happening she barges into Sophie's school. I did laugh when she, the guard was like, can I help you? No. <laughs> I try calling. And apparently I have to run through a whole list of, you know, I got to be screened and scrutinized. Even though at a high school, I can see why that is. The, you know, anytime you even go into the middle school, there's a cop right there. Like, what's up? What's your business? And you got to sign the form before they even send you to the principal's office. 
They don't play. And I don't blame them. Unfortunately, <laughs> kids been shooting up schools. Um, Sophie admits that she's family before the guard. Because she's like, I'm going to call the police. She's like, call the fucking police. <laughs> what was the 320? Was other security supposed to show up? Because they sure as shit never did. And then she came out all calm, like, do you know this lady? Tell her you know me. Yeah, she's family. <laughs> then she shows her the video. They drive to the police station because he's like, what do you want to do? She tries calling him. All the kids looking out of the classroom like, what the hell's going on? I felt as if the security guard should have stayed there. Like, okay, maybe something really is going on and maybe I need to take some action. Once they get to the police station, Sophie tells her the more you watch, or on the way to the police station, she reminds her the more the wa- you watch, the more you add to the views. They can't contact YouTube because it takes, well, they can't physically contact YouTube because there's no number. And if you report anything, it takes 24 to 48 hours for them to review. Pia wonders why she is so calm. And I'm thinking, she black. And I'm going to tell y'all this. Black women do not have the amount of courtesy given to Caucasian women when it comes to losing their shit. Because if we started, I mean, if you, and it's not even just that. That's one part of it. That's particularly in the police station where that comment is more geared towards. But for her being, you know, just strong, thinking it out, remaining rational, that is typically a, (laughs) we're used to dealing with shit, throwing at us all the time. And if we just freak the fuck out every time, then we would all be in a hysterical fit since, I don't know, we was brought over in slave ships. That's not, (laughs) that's just not an option. And I think that that's just a characteristic of being a black woman and not just of Sophie as a character, even though they make it clear that Sophie is a very much, uh, feels like a very straight laced put together person. And I can see that. But in that moment, it's like, yeah, when she said, trust me, I'm freaking out. Like, I'm not calm at all. Like, I felt that. Like, just because (laughs) the outside demeanor isn't matching your absolute spaz fest is because i need to conduct myself in a way because we're judged more harshly for our reactions and that's sad but part of it is that and part of it is it's part of the nature of being a black woman you're holding a lot of burdens she recalls the last minutes with her brother where he got so angry even his kids said dad chill chill out But he grabs her to remove her from the premises. This is still at the birthday party. At the station, the officer points out her husband has been missing for five and a half hours. And while that isn't enough to file a missing person's case, the video is enough to call down a detective. Pia accuses him of thinking they're hysterical women. Sophie encourages her to stop acting like one. Sophie is polite and answers all questions while Pia is aggressive and defensive when they meet Detective Amiri Roshan. And that is the same detective she tried to hook up with last night. And I don't know how I judge you because your name is not Woody. Woody. Ugh. (laughs) 
just so I, I'm just not into that lifestyle. Maybe that's what it is. And I feel like that's very prolific now. That's the lifestyle. You stumble into love and you may stay together forever, but for the most part, it's about getting out there and just fucking. Pia, despite her testy relationship with Sophie, definitely loves her nephews, Kai and Ethan, who are home and seeing their dad's life threatened. They try locating him on the FAM app, but his phone is off. Worse, the views have escalated to 300,000, and many have already assumed the worst. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, no. Don't catch you. And that would happen, too. They're like calling him a rapist, a murderer. He deserves it. Because people love to sit on their high horse, knowing Jack Dilly shit, and throwing down judgments because that makes them feel powerful not intelligent but certainly powerful worse they don't even know these people that they're judging so harshly that's the thing that always throws me off about people loving talking about celebrities because i read one interview with them i know them so well so well i've had celebrity crushes i've not been literally talking about a celebrity like I know them on a personal fucking basis because <laughs> I don't <laughs> and yet that's exactly what that culture is and more people live into it than others and I'm not saying it's not a humanistic trait clearly it is it's just what people do they gossip but I do think that there needs to be some line that needs to be drawn it's one thing to, to, to speculate about your favorite person in the world. It's another thing to literally talk about that shit like it's concrete facts. Pia gets home to Eli or Ellie telling her to stop eating her food. She put a note up, posted. Her phone is working and there is a message from Nick at 1.25 a.m. after she shoots a quick message to Sophie to let her know her phone is working. And I'm like, damn, he left for work at 6 a.m. When did he sleep? if he was leaving messages at 125 apologizing and admitting they need to talk because stuff is going on she recalls her brother being distracted by something when they were grocery shopping something that might be going on with sophie but he tells her to fucking drop it she goes to see her mother about nick but declines to tell her what is going on when she says she hasn't seen him her mom tells her her apologies are never satisfying when she is constantly fucking up and ruining shit including showing up two hours late to her own mom's birthday only to complain about the gift selfie sends a message to call asap as the police want a second interview due to there being a second video posted that's worse she meets in the interview room where deluca has joined the investigation from a homicide due to the new information her postcard that he is holding up that says that he killed a woman oh shit both women confirm this card is not in nick's handwriting both women also grow concerned after it's clear they are wondering if the accusations hold any merit against nick both decline that he's violent or would ever hurt anyone pia points out this is a death threat not a confession but deluca thinks it could be both Pia tells Sophie, we're leaving, and while she thinks she messed up again once they get outside and apologizes, Sophie thanks her for saying exactly what she was feeling. And that's when I pointed in 
out in my notes she does feel more restrained that they're like shira would have been coming out when you start accusing my husband of murdering someone <laughs> then i'm like okay all right all right fuck you find my husband do your job get this video taken down work on that shit okay and then you can ask him all the questions you want afterwards she begins to panic though after pia shares the voicemail that she tells her not to share with the police as it may be used to indicate his guilt about something she gets a call from a journalist and the video has reached over 1 million views this 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 is not okay i actually love the way in which they play pia and sophie off of each other because sophie's a little bit in shock like what the fuck and pia's more she went from shock to holy shit to <laughs> to an absolute hot mess and i feel as if sophie is getting there but she has other responsibilities she has to worry about too like her children <laughs> but pia is allowed to be the one that's more of a hot mess about it all don't know how i feel about pia going back to work to plead from the lovesick teen to help her find her brother in whatever way possible because anyone with eyes can see that he got the heart ones for her she also put her hand on him physical contact it felt a little creepy i understand she wants to get her brother back but i felt she was definitely crossing some lines or at the precipice of one i did laugh when she told him to hack google are you fucking dumb that's what he said i'm a teenager and <laughs> i don't know what skills you think i got just because i'm on the internet he did though create a subreddit that is looking for clues to help locate him journalists are already stalking the rural residents and poor kai who grandma wants to help but can't both agree shoe removal is dumb but clearly they never had to clean a carpet because that shit a is expensive and it takes many many tries to get them dirt stains out just don't take off the shoes I i'm the same way in my house you have to take your shoes off i don't know <laughs> her mother chastises her for trying to keep the secret telling her it's her job to be worried and if you had kids you would know that and not only that you would never try to keep something like that from someone they both don't know why this is happening and mom's like well finally we can agree on something she asks if she is hungry but she says i would throw up she checks on ethan who is playing video games wondering why this is happening as well but she assures him that they will find dad his dad he also is getting messages from someone named ai or al sophie is trying to break into nick's computer and wonder if other wives don't know their <laughs> wonders if other wives don't know their husband's passwords pia's like nah girl that's normal he don't he don't tell you everything some some things just got to be under lock and key for for them they get into his laptop because she recalls the name of his pet rodent whatever but don't find much other than photos and port sites sophie looked at her shoes i laughed my ass off she even put the beer out there and she's like mm, i really want to say something but at least take them damn shoes off then tells her nick didn't mean his words last night but pia believes that he did she recalls them hanging out and smoking weed and it's clear pia definitely wants to be the only special female in her bro's life because all she does is complain about sophie 
and her ways and why can't she be less uptight and i don't know it just feels as if she's in this constant battle that's a one-sided battle <laughs> for the affections of her brother who's kind of like would you be nicer to her because she's actually really cool and makes me happy so Pia comes home and it's all over the news now with them at least encouraging people not to watch. Well, what do you think people are going to do? It's at 3 million views. Vince stalks her home and this is why you don't encourage teenagers. Because A, they know how to Facebook stalk the shit out of you. And B, they know how to Facebook stalk the shit out of you. <laughs> hormones will turn them crazy and you giving them eyes back don't do that but um yeah he just he found her address he presents her with information where even retired cops are trying to help solve the crime they were able to figure out it was shot in a delivery van that only one company makes which is pretty damn good police work and really sad that <laughs> more officers aren't utilizing i know that actually i do know in a lot of because i watch a lot of true crime stuff they are incorporating more things like social media and uh subreddits and stuff like that to help because twenty thousand people versus the very limited resources that some police departments are given for each particular crime that's a smart move i mean if it ain't hurting just use it to help some people just really are down to solve crimes and don't want to actually get a badge she thanks him gives him a hug and he thinks it's time to make his move luckily matt shows up and he dips having her email too she's like you got my email i know matt had to be thinking why is this teenage boy in your room on your bed and clearly he was about to kiss you what the fuck is happening here Matt and Pia head back to the police station and provide the information that is helpful. But as they explain, they are going over Nick's, as they are explaining, they're going over Nick's bike route. DeLuca points out while he understands they want to help, this is a police matter. You're civilians. Go home. Amiri, however, shows them the waiting room and allows them to wait outside. And it's clear she got a hold of him and I don't know why and now the the video has four million views she suggests they retrace the steps in case the police miss something matt admits they got into a fight years and years ago as he wanted to ask kia out but nick wasn't down with anyone hurting his sister he's super protective and the thing that i'm seeing very clearly being displayed in the episode as a is a black woman is how many men fall over themselves in an effort to be the hero to the blonde blue-eyed damsel and there's part of her that's totally curtailing that not curtailing that um what's the word i'm looking for Mm. my brain's not working today she is exploiting that to a certain degree and to say that she's not is is trying to basically help her in her victim mentality (laughs) and the thing is don't get me wrong i actually like pia a lot she's messy but i like her you know would i 
hang out with her probably not because she gonna fuck over my life and i can't live with anybody who just eats my food <laughs> that shit ain't happening but i don't think she's a evil person or a dislikable person she's just not someone that i think is easy to deal with in life because she's just her own she's self-destructive and we see this trope all the time where these self-destructive women are somehow you know uh allow this particular freedom of being absolutely damaging people and yet you have all of these attractive men coming out the woodworks to to basically cushion her fall and it's just one of those things that continues to be the narrative and it's one that a lot of men still still adhere to and it's kind of sad nick's last words to her were brutal though he's sick of her ways her selfish ability to hurt people and they forgive her afterwards she's damaged and damages others he's not only kicked her out of her his home but he also wants to kick her out of his life the van is located they come out and tell her the van is located but the video has reached five million views as she's recalling these last words i call bullshit on her being able to accompany the sting to locate the van and we end the episode with them opening it it doesn't seem as if nick is in there but he could be but they left it open for you know question mark to get into the next episode which i totally want to do but i'm not going to be able to until like on wednesday but i really enjoyed this first this first deep dive into the series i'm curious to know what this is all about like why him why did he get picked up is there any truth to what they're saying about women um there seems to have been something going on there's some secrets in the household so i'm curious to see how this unfolds is he the villain or is he just a victim we will know in seven episodes if you want to send feedback for our next episode, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.